0: Welcome into another episode of Off the Record with Danny Rogers, a first-time guest. Let's hear it for defensive lineman John Kaminsky. Woo! <laughs> Thank you, man. We're going to get you fired up. Um, okay, I want to start with where Detroit is in the offseason uh, right now. OTAs in the thick of minicamp. Now that you're here in Detroit, and you're one of the fan favorites to bring back in the offseason, they're like, bring John Kaminsky back, re-sign him. Now that you have a clear vision of where you're at, what you're supposed to be doing in this defense how are you approaching this offseason and these workouts right now
1: yeah it's uh it's, a, it's definitely different this is the first time going into a contract like this for me I've been kind of earning my keep my first four years and so I'm definitely in a different position um more confident and more um team-oriented thinking because um, I've got my spot here I know my role here so now it's about Pouring into the younger players, pouring into my teammates, and just making sure we build that chemistry, make sure we don't waste what we got going on here. So um, it's just it's a bigger and broader mindset for me.
0: So last year was your first year in Detroit. So it was on your mind that yeah. you kind of needed to keep you first to make yeah. sure you had a spot. Yeah,
1: that's kind of it's more selfish thinking. You know, you try to keep the team, but. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence I'm trying to earn my keep in Detroit and so yeah it's a lot more me what can I do better what can I get better which is still here this year but you know I can I can relax on that a bit and start thinking team and how we're going to win games and how we're going to be the best defense we can be
0: mm-hmm. and hopefully not thinking about how to wear a club right. in a game yeah, if you're no like more club. this is this is club guy John Kaminsky, playing awfully well against along that interior line with dang club on your hand last season um but you're here and you're also under a new defensive line coach in john scott jr todd wash went to carolina this past off season how does it work when you get a new position coach do they just sub in and out or is it does it take them some learning too about how this defense wants to run itself
1: yeah coach scott has been learning um a lot of guys are still here you know we have romeo julian um Charles Harris, Hutch is back. I mean, all the guys are back, and so we have a pretty good understanding of the defense. And um, you know, there's some few few new things, but we've been able to help out coach and, and bring him along. But he's starting; it's starting to click for him. It uh, took a couple practices, but um, I think we're all on the same page now. But yeah, he just come in day one. I'm John Scott. Yeah. I'm your new coach. We all introduce ourselves and then get right into it. So, oh don't skip a beat.
0: Yeah. How is his personality out there?
1: Yeah, he's like a high-energy guy. Um, I was really surprised. I think he's he's got a kid in high school. And I was really surprised. I thought he was a lot younger than that, just because based on how much energy he has, um, uh, like with the defensive line, we're supposed to like run out of the stack. So after the ball thrown, we're supposed to put a foot on the ground and run down the field just in case the tackle breaks or whatever. We need to be down the field. And at practice, he'll like sprint behind us and be on our heels, like, get out the stack, out the stack. Like, he's running, running behind us. So he's like a high-energy guy. Um, I really like him a lot. So
0: he just came from the college ranks at Penn State. Yeah. Do you feel like that may be why?
1: Yeah, he's definitely got that college energy, but he also has experience. I think he was with the Jets as an assistant coach, so he he knows he knows the ropes of the NFL. But yeah, he brought, he kind of brings that young energy, and we need that. We have a young room, so um, we we love him. We're embracing him right now.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a young room, but with experience in there. So what are the expectations for that defensive line this year?
1: Yeah, high. I think I think we're expected to make plays and um, be the ringleaders for this defense. And I think it all starts with us. You know, any defense it starts with that defensive line. Um, and, and I think we understand that. And young guys, you know, Aiden Hutchinson's year two, Josh Pascal's years two, James Houston's years two. It's like you might be a second year player, but we need you to start acting like a vet because that's this is what we got, and uh, this is the, this is our future. So um, yeah, I think I think we're embracing it and embracing that this defense needs us
0: so very soon uh players coaches will get a break they'll be able to head home to wherever they're from um get together with family and you'll be heading to Barberton Ohio which is in the Akron area of Barberton High School Magic alum um go Magics what's your favorite part about being able to go home to Ohio
1: um I have a lot of friends that are still kind of plugged into to Barberton um family still plugged in in the area uh, or surrounding town so Biggest thing is going home, getting refreshed, hanging out with friends and family. Um, and then, uh, you know, it's just it's time away from work, you know, unplugging from this city where you put all the work in. Just go home, it just allows you to relax and you're with your people. So um, it's just a good way to just relax and, and let go and get your mind off of it and get ready for the season.
0: If there's any Detroiters that are going to Barberton or even from the surrounding Ohio area, when they, when they pull up to Barberton, Ohio, what should they expect?
1: When they come to Barberton, Ohio, um, we have good, really good fried chicken. We have a couple of really? good fried chicken joints. People travel to get the fried chicken. Is it like
0: a Cane's fried chicken, or is it?
1: It's no, it's like a, it's like a bone-in deep. It's okay. like a chicken dinner. Like you go, you'll get your little uh, rice, hot sauce, and some, okay. some good greasy fries. So it's more of like oh, that. Like you're gonna smell like chicken when you leave. <laughs> like it's like a, a chicken joint. Um, shoot, we have we have really awesome like parks. A lot of people. Um, We have like five or six different parks, so really good like community setting. Um, We have a lake right in the middle of the city, Lake Anna. Um, People go down there and do jogs around the lake and then there's a bunch of businesses and like all the old houses maybe from like the early 1900s, they keep them. A lot of people like renovate them, so it's like a really cool feel down there. Little mix of like the old tradition and then it's been modernized a little bit too, so it's just a cool little
0: unique town. You'll be hosting your John Kaminsky Youth Football Camp, so this is the what fourth annual you've been doing so this will be the fourth season you'll be going into this first year as a Detroit Lion though and a dad correct it's going to be a little bit of different dynamics are you excited that baby girl gets to watch you coach in your hometown yeah
1: it's going to be a lot of fun um believe it or not I think she actually was a month old last year was she yes okay but now she's now she's one so she might be able to actually understand a little bit more she's gonna have fun watching the kids run around um but yeah, my wife's gonna have to take care, take care of the baby while we're running the camp. So, um, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it's it's fun, and you know my da- the dynamic is different because I understand having a kid. It just kind of changes your world. So now, like working with these kids, I already enjoyed working with kids and being a role model, a mentor for these kids. But after becoming a parent, you really do understand like how much how important it is. It might be just a couple hours on a Saturday, but those things like I grew up. I went to a couple camps. So I'll never forget those. So. Um, it just it just means a lot and it, it just makes it extra special that way.
0: I'm glad you mentioned camps You went you grew up going to what were they who, who were they hosted by?
1: Um, I went to I went to Ohio State camp. That was seventy-five bucks. I paid seventy-five bucks for Ohio State camp. They weren't interested, though. Rude. Um, Yeah, Uh, I think like a Bowling Green camp. Mm -hmm. So not necessarily when I was a young, young kid, but even high school. You know, even the college players that would be around, help running the drills and stuff. It was just memorable. You're looking up to those guys. Like those are the college stars. You know. So, uh, yeah.
0: So the John Kaminsky football camp is June 10th. It's free, which stuck out to me. Why is it important that this camp is free?
1: Yeah, I would there's just different situations in life and I would never want a $25 fee to be anything that deters a parent from like yeah we I, I, we need those 25 bucks so it's like we can afford it we can help we can do fundraisers and stuff so um we would like to make it free and more kids show up because of it so mm-hmm. yeah
0: and if parents are worried about contact it's no contact for the summer they can take a little bit of a break second through seventh graders will be welcome to join it what's What are you trying to teach them? What's something you're looking the most forward to teaching them?
1: Yeah, so we we definitely want to teach them the game of football, but really it's just um, broader than that. It's how how to interact with your teammates, how to celebrate somebody else when they do something good. You know, give them high fives when they're coming back in the line. Um, You know, we try to emphasize like sportsmanship. Um, You know, like I think this year we're doing something fun. With like stickers, like we have like group leaders will have two or three different stickers and they all represent something like a hustle, sportsmanship or something like that. And then when they think that they earned it, they have another sticker that they'll stick it to on their shirt. And so they'll be motivated to be a good sport and to celebrate their teammates. And and so that's that's really the broad, like really what we're trying to do. And, um, you know, give parents a break for a Saturday, you know, just to (laughs) give their kids something to do, so.
0: Exactly. What are some of the the drills that they'll be going through?
1: Um, so we'll start with like combine kind of specific. It's kind of fun. Like the group leaders will all have a sheet, and they'll do like they'll have a forty yard dash. They'll have like the L cone. They'll have like a little shuttle. Um, uh, I think there's a fun one where we do. We'll do like a, a touchdown celebration. You know, like who has the best touchdown celebration? Run, run the ball, break through some pads, and then uh, we'll have some music down there. Um, so we'll do that, and then we'll take a little break, and then we'll do football specific. And then by the end of the camp, those group leaders will take those cards with all those times, and we try to hand them to all the kids. That, that way, they have something to look at when they come back. The next year, yeah, they really appreciate the little little parting gift with their number and their name on it, and it's it's gonna be a Honolulu blue color, so they're gonna they're gonna enjoy that.
0: Heck yeah! How far is the drive from here to Barberton?
1: About three hours. Okay. Oh yeah.
0: So Detroit, it's not that far from Detroit. Like no. Detroiters can still bring their kids out too. Right. Yeah. Like, come on.
1: They could, but we're filled up.
0: Oh my gosh, you're beautiful. For- yeah, 120. Oh my- I thought it was capped at 90. That's what it I read. It was
1: 90 initially, but we turned it to 120. Yeah. Oh it goodness. is free, so you can anticipate some not coming, you know.
0: Okay, so okay. So we'll, we'll
1: anticipate maybe 90, 90 to 100. I'd, I'd love to have 120, even more. So.
0: Oh my gosh, what if kids come and do you have to turn them away?
1: No. Okay. We'll, we'll find Squeeze them in there. We'll squeeze them in there <laughs> until it gets to like 200 or something, but yeah. <laughs>
0: Good luck with that. So we'll have space, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, what's the most important thing you've learned as a football player, especially right now in your career, that you would want to teach these young youth football players?
1: Um, yeah, I think the uh, biggest thing I've learned is like confidence and having confidence in yourself. And um, So often we look around, there's always going to be a player that's better than you in some way, some capacity. And so just being confident in your ability and, and working on those abilities, if you're really fast, then, then you're really fast and maybe you're not so good at changing direction. Some other guys can jump around. Um, and so it's just having confidence in who you are as a player um, and and always just comparing yourself to yourself, not looking around. So. Um, that's really been the biggest thing because I get to the league as a rookie and you're looking around. I was in Atlanta with some awesome veterans that ha- have earned their keep eight and nine years in the league, and I'm comparing myself, and it's just it's unfair to do to myself. So, um, really, just having confidence in yourself, where you are, and your process, um, and and just stay focused on yourself. You know, celebrate your teammates, but don't compare yourself to your teammates. So,
0: when did that mindset kick in for you?
1: Um, that was really between the end of my third year in Atlanta and then coming here in the spring when I got to Detroit I really just had a cut loose attitude and um and kind of adopted that mindset just just embrace who I am as a player and and the the staff did that here and they, they helped me a lot to just um celebrate who I was and not focus on what I wasn't so um when I got on the field I was everything I could be and um and so it was just it was awesome this this organization helped a lot with that.
0: Okay, so no Ohio college recruited you? Did you have the option to stay in-state?
1: No, no. Really? No. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, no. Charleston was like a l- real last minute, right at the end of my senior year. We had a teacher, um, Brian Statz, who was in there, and he sa- said I'd, he'd make a phone call, and then Charleston called me off, and right? like, four thousand dollars but it was like the only scholarship and I just wanted to be able to say I got a scholarship to go play college football so I was like Charleston I'm all in on Charleston wait so
0: when it, it was only a four thousand dollar scholarship yeah
1: I had some academic and I did okay. I did a, a couple of little different essays to get a couple of other little ones that helped me take care of the, the rest of the thirty some thousand that was left over but yeah oh my
0: gosh I didn't realize college of football did that. They did it in increments of like 4,000.
1: Well, division two. Division one's pretty much all or Kay. nothing. 100%, like yeah. Division two, they can cut it up and give you four, 10, whatever. Oh 50%, 75, yeah, so. Wow. So by the end, I was on a full ride, but it took me a couple of years to, to earn that.
0: Do they have like a whole announcement when they like shock you and come and they're like, you're on scholarship, <laughs> no. full ride. No,
1: it's not like that, no. <laughs> it's
0: more of a blue collar feel to it. They're yeah. like, hey, we're gonna yeah. pay for your schooling now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Take it Ohio State. They missed out.
1: Yeah. For that's sure. Okay. That's okay. Are
0: you I'm a Buckeye either. fan or is it all Charleston? I State? was. Okay. I
1: was and then Yeah.
0: I'm not either I am not either, uh, so
1: yep, Charleston, West Virginia.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> all right. Anything else you want people to know about your camp, Barberton?
1: Um, yeah, so we do our camp every year. It's funded by our foundation, Kaminsky Family Foundation. Um And we do a cornhole tournament the same day so we'll do the camp in the morning and then we do like a cornhole tournament in the evening and do some raffle baskets and stuff to raise money that usually is more than enough to pay for the camp and to allow it to be free Um, so we're trying to get that foundation up and running Um, um, but yeah just kind of we're still just figuring out the ropes on on how we can give back and a foundation has a lot of work we learned like we had all these plans of what we wanted to do but you need like a lot of volunteers and a lot of help and you have to be put some hours to it every week so mm-hmm. um but yeah this camp and this cornhole tournament is just the start of it so we're, we have we have plans to do some other cool things you know some different outings and mm-hmm. fundraisers and then different events to be able to allow kids to come to a camp or whatever so
0: mm-hmm. okay so when did the kaminsky family foundation start
1: uh that was 2021 2021. And so we've had a couple years to kind of learn the ropes. There's a a lot to it. Um, But like the biggest thing we've learned is that we need more time. And so the big work is going to be after my career, you know, where we can plug some real hours into it. So, um, but yeah, we're just learning a couple years in, maybe six or seven years, that thing will be really rolling and we'll be able to do a lot of cool events and a lot of volunteer fundraiser activities.